Hello, this is Rory with the Love Chat, and today's topic is win your ex back the right way. Now, this is video number 50. If you have a question you'd like for me to consider featuring on the channel, please write it in a comment below, and if you enjoy these videos, please subscribe and hit like. Now then, how to win your ex back the right way. Because if you think about the options that are available to you, there really is a right way to go about doing this. Now, this video is going to be a refresher for those of you who have been with my channel for a while, and perhaps this is going to be useful as an intro video for those of you who are just joining. So let's discuss how to win your ex back the right way. This is going to be something that we're going to break down methodically, and so the very first thing you want to do is, if you're still in the relationship, you want to look at your partner and wonder if any of the problems that you are facing within the relationship is agreeable like do you understand where they're coming from because if you do it gives you a bit of a, a gaze into their mind and when you're operating from that standpoint you're operating from knowledge and knowledge and logic and reason are always the best places to operate from the problem is that when a relationship is beginning to kind of cave in the first place that people go especially the people who think that you know they don't want to lose the relationship and despite all their best efforts, it doesn't seem like the relationship can be saved, almost as if the other person doesn't want to save it. This will throw us into a state of anxiety. This will have us operate from a place of fear, and a fear of losing is a very powerful thing within ourselves, as we all know. If I am afraid that something I value will walk away from me, not only does it take away my validation, thus making me feel kind of crappy about myself, but also... It's a source of great sadness, and so when we're operating from this point of view, we're always going to make decisions based on that not happening. But we have to be careful, because when we're operating from this mode, it means that all we're going to be doing, and all that we're going to be saying, is motivated by not losing our partner in that moment. It's going to be about manipulating them to stay, when really they want to break free. And as I'm sure most of you know, that when you chase something that wants to get away, it will run even harder. And so step one officially is try and peer into your partner's mind before the relationship is over. Try and ask yourselves, okay, I'm sitting here, I've done some deep breathing, I'm in a pretty calm state, I'm still anxious, but I know that this is as calm as I'm going to get. Do I understand their grievance? Do I get where they're coming from? Do I see the bigger issues here? And in fairness, you can do this outside of the relationship as well, but if you're doing it in a relationship, it can be saved. If we can be proactive about it, we can. it's easier than trying to fix a breakup. And so step two is agree with the breakup when it happens. No drama, no tears, no um, drawn out big monologues, no handwritten letters, nothing like that. Just say, okay, I understand where you're coming from. And, you know, if it were up to me, I would, uh, you know, I'd stay and work on it and, but I understand and respect your decision, and you know, good luck out there. That's all you do. I understand that you, want, in this moment especially, you want to try and beg and plead and convince. There's going to be a lot of convincing. Oh, but look at how good we are together. Or we've been together for four years. You just want to throw that all away. Or but I love you. Or whatever. This is going to make it harder. You have to understand that during the breakup, your ex's mind is made up. In that moment of the breakup. They don't want to be talked out of it. Because guess what? Breakups are hard. And granted, the dumpy is the one being pushed through this sort of feeling of abandonment. 
you have to understand that it's hard for the dumper to gain the courage to break your heart. So I don't know if I'd rather be the dumpy or the dumper, but probably the dumpy because we get to have all this power and energy after a breakup. We get all this motivation to improve ourselves. What does the dumper get? They just get a feeling of guilt. And during that feeling of guilt, when they know that you still want them back, they turn to being cold because cold sends a message and cold says, leave me alone. I don't want to be talked out of it right now. Luckily for us, this is a temporary state. And they will think back and remember, man, they didn't put me through the flames as I was trying to break up with them. They just kind of let it go. That sets the seed of anxiety in their mind. That's what we're trying to do. When they see that you didn't want to stay and work on it, right? You told them, listen, you know, if it were up to me, I'd give it a, a good try and we'd work on it together. But I see that your mind is made up and so I'm not going to stop you. This begins the, a little wheel in their brain and they think to themselves, man, well, why didn't they want to try and save it? Is there something wrong with me? Was I not good enough? All the feelings of the validation that you've lost, that begins to take hold in their mind. And that's kind of a cool thing because you turn the breakup around, right? The questions that you ask yourself, do they even love me? Do they care about me? Do they miss me? Are they with somebody else? Were they cheating on me? Those questions begin to form in your ex's mind. Obviously not right away. Week one, month one, they're not thinking that. But this pairs with step three, no contact. And when you're in no contact, your ex will begin to think, man, they really didn't want to save this thing. They didn't reach out. They didn't. What's wrong with me? Why didn't they want to save it? I don't understand. All those thoughts begin to take hold. But this is after the novelty of a breakup wears off after they've gone out and hung out with new people and been in new situations and they feel the lack of you in their life. Then it begins to take hold. But right as the breakup happens, they're not going to feel bad. They're going to feel like a weight has been lifted off their shoulders. And so you need to give it some time. If you haven't seen my video number 10 yet, I highly recommend going and checking it out because it is easily the most popular video on my channel. We need to give it time. And during this time where we're going to want to reach out and contact them, this is the time that we turn inward. Focus on yourself, right? This is pretty much the main tenet of my channel, working on yourself. And it's also the next step. Focus inward. Create the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. When your ex sees that you have, since they last saw you during the breakup, lost 20 pounds, gained some muscle, learned a new skill like the guitar, or learned to speak Spanish, or traveled the world, or just they sense this inner peace, this confidence, this charisma. In other words, when you become the type of person that other people want to be around because you lift them up and inspire them to be more, your ex will notice, and trust me, that you don't even have to reach out and tell them that you've worked on yourself. It will be instantly and immediately apparent. All of these things combined help increase the chance that your ex will reconcile with you. Now, think about the opposite. Because if you do the opposite of what I said, uh, in other words, if you reach out to them and pester them, right? When they don't want to be talked to, when they are being cold and rude and mean and are trying to communicate, leave me alone. And you don't work on yourself. In fact, maybe you gain a couple of pounds. Maybe you are just moping on the couch every day. Maybe you're a downer that nobody wants to be around, right? 
Maybe you constantly talk about the breakup and constantly try to get your ex to talk about the breakup. And maybe you did beg and plead and cry and send them a handwritten letter. Maybe you did all of those things combined. Which one is the more attractive candidate to date? Now, the last step. When your ex does reach out, because the likelihood of them reaching out is very, very, very good. A lot of you don't want to believe me, but you know what? I'll even put a call out there. To those of you who I have coached, if you're listening to this video, can you please write in a comment below proving to other people that you have heard from your ex when you never thought you would, just so that we can have people relax a bit. Because I don't like doing no-contact success stories, but I do like people believing in the method. So if you could do that, that'll help put some anxiety at ease. When your ex reaches out, you will, first off, be operating from a place of logic and reason. You'll be calmer. You'll be less worried that if things don't work out, you'll never get a shot again. And this will help with the reattraction because your ex notices that you don't need them anymore. It's not a definite, I 100% need you back in my life. It's, hey, you know, I had a lot of fun with you and I think that we would, would make a great relationship again. What do you think? And if they say no, you go, okay, well, you know, I've, I'm not going to stop being me. I'm not going to stop improving and I'm going to keep working for the life that anybody would be envious of. And you get up and you walk away. They'll be dumbfounded. They'll think... All that power they once had when they broke up with you, poof, it's gone. It doesn't exist anymore. And that's a great feeling. Not out of spite, but out of self-confidence. Out of self-love. That's really what we want to focus on. If you don't get your ex back, you get somebody better. So, when they reach out, you simply ask them. Uh, based on context, obviously, if they reach out, you know, yelling their head off at you for some reason, now's not the appropriate time to ask for coffee. And if it's a tricky situation, reach out to me and I'll try and help figure it out for you. But if they reach out, it's been a while. Hey, how you been? Or, hey, did I leave my sweater at your place? Something like that. That's an opening. Hang out with them. Have a good time. Be charming. Be funny. Intelligent. And don't talk about the breakup. Keep it drama-free. It's just fun. It's reattraction. Imagine you've never met this person and you're on a very first date with them. That's how you want to think of this. Now, if you follow all of these steps by the book and without any type of change, unless you speak with me and I coach you through some different changes because certain situations do not call for no contact. Most of them do. I'm going to say like 95% of situations call for no contact, but not all of them, especially if you have kids. But if you follow these steps, I promise your chance of getting your ex back and your chance of a happy life will be improved 100-fold. But it's up to you to create the life that you want to live in. That's all I had for today. If you found my video helpful, I'd be very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. Please leave a comment below and tell me what topics you want covered in the future. Also, if you'd like to do a Skype or email coaching, be sure to visit thelovechat.net slash coaching. Until next time.